0: is it's another week in the books with the on deck tv podcast i am spike flu
1: man how about your boy animal brown the retired vegetarian aka jacoby brisket aka boneless thugs in harmony
0: boneless thugs in harmony
1: shout out to my guy yoski man for that jacoby brisket
0: <laughs> jacoby brisket is where you should have stopped the boneless <laughs> thugs in harmony ain't nothing one hundred percent, we back man in full effect. Another quarantined week in the books. I am Spike Lou on your favorite social sites, including TikTok. I don't even know what that is.
1: Uh, that,
0: that wave has passed me. You on TikTok? <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't do What? What? Have you been watching any sports reruns? I'm watching the 2004 American League Championship right now. Remember, you real. ran out of TV to watch and
1: movies. <laughs> nah, you, you know you want to see sports.
0: Movie. Sports, though, I want to see sports. Oh. The Jordan Doc kind of like gets you. I'm, I'm sure you've been watching the Jordan Doc as everyone else has. Kind of gets you wanting to see some live basketball or something. It would be playoff time right now. should it be getting good finally. I stopped the Jordan Slide. Doc after the Piston episode.
1: It wasn't nothing else to look
0: at. I think he pissed on your Pistons. <laughs> I'd be hot about that too. I would be hot about that too. I was listening to an interview with Patrick Ewan today And uh, this guy called Patrick Dan Patrick called uh, Patrick Ewan on his show And he said when he reached out For the request Patrick Ewan texted him. He was like give me a call and he called Dan Patrick He's like hey man you know I don't like talking about this shit right This nigga whooped my ass for 15 years Man I don't want to talk about it no more but you my friend I'll come on your show but I really don't like doing this shit That's a, some interesting perspective
1: sure, Pat, man, you man,
0: Get me. off man. If you don't relax Reggie Miller said that too. He's like, man, I don't like doing interviews. They, they said it's hard for them to watch this and reliving all his memories and getting their ass kicked. <laughs> Reggie Miller said he won't watch. He watched the first two episodes and he ain't watching anymore. Man,
1: take that L like a man, man. You be all right, twenty year old. Ass <laughs> let me L. tell
0: you. Let me tell you who ain't watching. Isaiah who? Thomas. He don't yeah, even we know nothing nigga, about we ain't this. Watching
1: this shit. <laughs> he protesting. You feel me? He
0: protesting.
1: Man, let's get to to the this rap pop, shit, though. man. My boy dropped this week, man. Let's quit the bullshit. He's trying to stall the Drake talk, nigga. No, we don't Drake care about dropped? Mike. Wow, how did you even know that? <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> man, <laughs> this week, uh, Westside Gunn names himself the rap LeBron James, speaking of basketball. Uh, hmm. Also, Puff gets political, and we review the Six Gods new mixtape. I'm All sorry, right.
0: who?
1: Let's go. But first, Eminem, man, the 8 Mile MC, Uh, found himself face-to-face with a real-life stand as an intruder broke into his crib earlier last month. Uh, The suspect entered the rear of his home while security was in the front sleep. If you're Eminem, do you chalk this up uh, as an honest mistake by security, or is everybody fired on the spot? (laughs)
0: Uh, Everybody being fired on the spot sounds like the right way to go. Uh, But when you're uh, a megastar, like M&M, you had to take certain precautions. So at the very least, for me, a consultant will need to be brought in. They got a new boss at the very least. Mm. Because, you know, these people are probably familiar with M&Ms and it's stuff that you don't want to have to teach a whole new team of people. Right? So you bring in one or two guys, increase them, and, you know, excuse me, increase their roles and let them show the guys that were there what they need to do. Because I'm sure he don't want to lose those familiar faces that are around him for a mistake like this. It's a big mistake, though. This guy – um, they broke into Eminem's house. His name is Matthew David Hughes. Mm. This is the second time that he's broke into Eminem's house at two separate locations. <laughs> now, <laughs> part of the reason why I wouldn't find security is because they should be familiar with this. And I'm assuming that this guy's not a threat. Uh, he, When he broke in and he was found by, by the people that lived in one of Eminem's estates, uh, he said he was looking for his brother, Marshall. <laughs> um, and this <laughs> this time when he broke in, uh, the alarm went off and Eminem found him and you know the security wrapped him up. But he, I don't think that he's trying to hurt him I and mean, he seems like a real life like crazy stand. So a lot, I mean, it is it's it scary to someone breaking your house, but it, I don't think it's really to make a big deal over. So I wouldn't fire my whole security team. What about you?
1: Nah, it, it, it depends. If my security team been been with me for a stretch, then no, nah, I'm not gonna fire them. If this was the new security team, are they out of the <laughs> out at home if this was the, they they were
0: still under their 90 days
1: yeah if they still in their probation period dunzo i'm more impressed by dude like he first of all he made he made he gained access through the the gated community how did he do that number one i don't know how he snuck into the community period then to sneak into the career past security like i'm impressed like that's not easy to do man i I don't know what he used uh.
0: He used a decorative rock out in the yard and broke the window and climbed up the uh, whatever you had to climb up to get in the window. And, and he was in his one That's of the bed nuts. Beds. That's wild.
1: And to <laughs> be fair, with... it was 4 a.m. in the morning. So I don't know if security is supposed to be like security is supposed to be awake at 4 a.m. What are they doing? Are they doing shifts? How does that work?
0: Yeah, you got to give me 24 hour shifts. Or something, something. And that's that's one thing. I I bet that's a whole lot of money. And it's unfortunate that you got to have twenty four hour security if you Eminem and people might think that that's overkill. But obviously, not. You got a nigga breaking in your house at four a m. because he thinks he's your brother. Like that shit. Wow, that's a whole life. I don't know if I ever want to be that big. I saw Eminem that to meet me.
1: He he talked about that. Talked about being in quarantine and he was like, "Man, at at my level of." fame or celebrity or whatever you want to call it my life is already kind of quarantine like so (laughs) it's not really necessarily anything different but still not being able to necessarily go somewhere even if you wanted to was kind of fucked up but he said dude my life is already kind of like i can't go nowhere bro
0: that's one of the things they said in the jordan dog like jordan was so popular and famous it was like boom from the moment that he stepped out of the elevator it's, it's on
1: that's
0: like 15, 20 people around you, people dying to take pictures. Like, that's that's a headache I'm not sure that I'd ever be prepared for. That's the trade-off. Like, do, do you think that – I've always thought that maybe the, the remedy to that would just to be go out and people would be so surprised that you just walk in without no, like, security and nothing around it. Eventually, they get used to it. Or do you think that, like, someone like Jay-Z would never be able to walk down the street?
1: No, the only, the only way they get used to it is if you're somebody like Dave Chappelle and you live in a small town – Mm-hmm. they'll get used to it. Like, he lives in like what, Iowa or Idaho or some shit. Uh,
0: I think he's from or Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio, somewhere near Ohio.
1: Yeah, some Midwest town where they don't give a shit about celebrities anyway. So, if you know, that's the only time you'll be able to do something like that. Now, maybe Jay could go somewhere dolo and just blend in, maybe. Yeah, And people, maybe if you wouldn't
0: Calabasas.
1: Well, possibly, but you wouldn't <laughs> expect him to be walking dolo. That's That's how you would notice a a somebody, bro. If they walking with a fucking crew of people surrounding them, or a big six eight, three hundred pound person walking, you're like, damn, what the fuck is they with? Oh shit, that's Jay Z behind them. Damn, that's wild. But if Jay Z was just walking, you might could miss him though.
0: You might you may if it depends if you had a hat on. If his hair looked like it looks now, you're gonna definitely notice shit. That's true. I'm definitely I'm definitely noticing that (laughs) shit. They said Beyonce would like go to Target after it closed. Like she still wanted to go to Target and shop and shit, so she had a, a like an arrangement with Target. Like she would come in after hours and shop.
1: If Beyonce had a had a dad hat That's on with sunglasses, you she might have slip past you.
0: Definitely in Atlanta. That's in oh, Houston, my God,
1: especially
0: in Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta and Houston. One hundred percent, you're right. Like if she didn't have a whole entourage, with have had the hat down low with the shades on. Tough. You just think it's another pretty girl in Atlanta.
1: That's it.
0: Mm. Shout out to the A. That's a fact, man. Next, man, we got my guy, who I called the MVP. Of, like I think it was a year ago of last year, Westside Gun. Well, excuse me, I called him my runner-up for my Person of the Year. Mm-hmm. Westside Gun. He came out and said that he is the LeBron James of hip hop mm-hmm. because he makes other people around him better. Do you think this is true or is this a reach? Man, and if it's made, a reach, who's it, your LBJ? Yeah,
1: no, he, he made a good he made a good comparison because he said that because he cited that the songs that he does that have features, that those artists always do well on his records. And that he kind of he kind of came to that conclusion of him being like a player coach and doing a little bit of coaching when he works with artists on features like um, Gibbs and Wale and Tyler, the Creator, just to name a couple on his last project. So that's a fair point. On the flip side of that, I could argue that those guys sound better with songs with him because he's not that good of a rapper. I could also say that, but um, shout out to West Side Gun. I get it. When I first heard him say he was the LeBron James of rap, I almost just wanted to cut off anything after that and not tune it out. But he's making sense. He's speaking strictly on features. But I don't think it's him. I think the person that brings the best out of other people on features is Kanye, personally. I think if you listen to what Chains does on records with him, if you listen to what Gucci did on Champions... He brings out the best, and listen to what Big Sean does when he gets on records with him. I think he brings out the best of, of people, and I think he would be more of the LeBron rap, because he's also a producer at the same time, so it's a little bit of cheek hole with that. Um, so I would say him, but shout out to Westside Gun Features do him well, and his records with features do be banging, so shout out to him.
0: Oh, that is a fact, and the context is very much needed, as you said, uh, why he thinks that, and it's not far-fetched. No. But I would say he's more so a Draymond Green of rap. Mm. Because like he he had yeah, he the glue, he has the ability to make people better, but he's just not as dominant in what he does as LeBron James is. So I would right. call Westside Draymond Green. And I, and I ain't saying that as a diss, it's just more set to his skill.
1: Draymond got That's
0: rings. Draymond got rings, and Draymond thinks he's better than Charles Barkley, which he is trippy. fucking amazing. Yeah, but this is ironic that you say this, and I'm sure you weren't expecting this from me when we are here quarantined doing this over FaceTime, that my answer would also be Kanye West. It should be everybody Kanye West, No, I'm not sure about that. Uh, but I do believe that Kanye West would be the LeBron James of hip-hop. He has a track record, even with, like, like he makes the big dog show up. It's cool when you're telling mm. me that you got Wale in here, you brought something out of Wale, and, you know how I feel about Freddie Gibbs. You think he's a better rapper than I do, even though I don't think he's bad. But he ain't Jay Z. It's different when you a nigga like Kanye West. And I got Pusha T in here putting his best album or his life out. I got Jay Z doing Watch the Throne with me. I got Tiana Taylor like putting out bangers. Mm-hmm. Now I'm LeBron James. <laughs> and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think there's no denying. It. And even when the sense he did, made the decision was the villain for a while. I think Kanye's gone through his villain stages. I think that like he, and and Mm. sometimes he, he lets you down. Like sometimes like LeBron game six against Boston when he disappeared. I think y'all one year disappeared. Sometimes Kanye give you Jesus. Sometimes (laughs) sometimes he'll give you bullshit and let you down like he did. So I, I would say I agree with you. It is Kanye West. He is, uh, the LeBron James of hip-hop, and if I had to further those comparisons, I would say Drake is to Steph Curry for changing the game, mm. evolving it, adding that three-pointer, extending the court, and Drake doing what he does is adding the vocals, extending the range of what rappers are, and I would say this is the surprise that Kendrick Lamar is the James Harden. Dominant, mm. really very skillful at what he does. And sometimes it's not for everybody as far as watching him play, but you can't deny the skill set of what he does. Those are mine.
1: Only the only thing is James Harden got no rings and Kendrick got rings. That is true. Kendrick
0: lie. got rings. That is true. you right about that.
1: Um, now and that Kanye is, is the flaw. I, I, I see that because see that's the thing. Westside, he gets the assist and the dimes, mm-hmm. but he not finna give you 35 or 40 if, exactly. if you need to go get a bucket. You can't give it to Westside Gun.
0: You just can't. right, right. You can give it but to. Kanye. not
1: give you a bucket steal. But... Kanye still didn't give you a bucket. He'll he'll fill up the stat sheet. That, that's fair. That's a fair comparison. If mm-hmm. now real quick, if we're talking hooks though. It's Chris Brown for sure.
0: LeBron James?
1: Yes, you'd have to yeah. you'd have to purposely fuck up a Chris Brown record for his shit not to sound good on you. Like for you not to have a banging impossible. song with Chris Brown, it's impossible. Man, it's impossible. Unless you're Young Thug.
0: I don't believe that. Then it's very possible. I ain't listened to, listen to that Young Thug and Chris Brown yet.
1: I listened to two songs. I got out of there dumb quick. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't wait to get out of there.
0: I'm gonna check that out, man. While I'm playing the Madden franchise.
1: Um. Next up, man, oh, yeah, we got it. Puff. Um, Diddy is back on his voter die wave, uh, but not everyone is feeling feel it. Him. He took to IG Live to proclaim, quote, attention to all the black vote will not be free this year, end quote. Um, he declared that he would hold the black vote hostage until Biden, yo boy, adopts a black agenda no that would directly address issues plaguing the black community. Now, his longtime friend and collaborator, Kenny Burns, commented, calling Puff irresponsible, prompting Puff to delete the comment and block Burns. Are you down with Puff's 2020 political approach? Uh,
0: I do. I do think that Puff made great points when he says the black vote isn't free. Uh, I think Kenny Burns was approaching it from a a standpoint of, uh, hey, we don't like Donald Trump. It doesn't matter what we do. We just got to get Donald Trump out of there. Mm -hmm. And that may not be the way to think about it from people in a position like black people that we're in. we There's stuff that we need for our community. And if Donald Trump were the one, I doubt it happens. And I want to context that. But if he were the one that hired people to put a plan together and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do, then I couldn't 100% say, well, I don't want to listen to you if you're saying, hey, I'm going to do this for your community just based off your track record. I listen. Sometimes you need your enemies to get to where you want to go. And and Mm -hmm. I don't think that, that Kenny Burns it is coming from a correct perspective when he challenges Puff and says you shouldn't be saying that because that's how Puff feels. I think it's responsible for Puff to say, hey, as a black person, you should want something for your vote. Not that you should hate Trump so much that you should go out there and vote against him regardless of what happens. I don't think that's responsible.
1: Yeah. Now, let's be clear. Um, first off, Puff deleting the comment and then blocking Kenny Burns was <laughs> super <laughs> trash.
0: Like, oh yeah, on, I want to be Puff. clear about that. That's trash That's strange. What are you
1: doing? That was some shit. Yeah. Oh, that's number one.
0: But we have to mention in reference. Uh, the, I sent you a video before we got started. Yep. And in that video, there was an old clip of Puff and Compound uh, in Atlanta. Kenny Burns is from Atlanta. People that don't know who we are talking about, y'all looking up. But he's he's he popping down here now. For sure. And there was a party down here, and in that party, they were serving Grey Goose. Puff Daddy, of course, did not like that. And he went on a rant about it and started throwing ice at somebody that was drinking Grey Goose. And Kenny Burns wanted to approach him, let him know that that was not cool. And him and Kenny Burns had a few words. So it seems to be a little lingering Mm. beef between those two anyways for him to act so abruptly and blocking him and deleting the post. I feel like if it had been someone else, then maybe Puff would have had more dialogue. That's possible. That's that.
1: That, that, and that that, that incident T.I. was involved as well He was there in the club He tried to mediate or whatnot. not <laughs> um, Puff never needs to go to the club Ever again Because he was on one If y'all oh, Please YouTube That boy. video was fucking hilarious He was doing yeah. way too much And he was doing way too much Right here as well Like I, I, I mm. get his I think he had good intentions uh, With what he was saying But man I, bro, I'm almost certain It's a little too late bro We down to the last it's the late fourth quarter, fam. It's two people left, man. Neither one of them are fucking with our agendas, bro. Like, it's t- If you haven't already gotten this on deck previously, um, probably a year or two ago and started, we knew it was going to come down to these two. There was not a doubt in, in well, in personally, in my mind, of who it was going to be up against, bro. Like, that was
0: people, a, a doubt for a split, like a split second that they thought uh, Bernie was going to get it. Up. Man, it didn't no, last long. Nobody
1: thought Bernie was going <laughs> to fucking make it, bro. Like, stop, dude. (laughs) Nobody thought Yang Gang was going to fucking make it. Nobody thought any of these other assholes was going to make it to the fucking uh, primary or whatever the fuck we are. I don't watch CNN. But what I'm saying is Puff waited too damn late to do this. But I get it. He's trying to use his leverage, his celebrity. And I'm not mad at that, so to speak. And... But, bro, like... I, I think Kenny Burns might have exaggerated a little bit. He might have been in his feelings. Um, <laughs> irresponsible. Yeah. Relax, bro. Yeah,
0: like, it, it, I, I just don't... I, I don't mind Kelly, Kenny Burns challenging the statement what Puff said. Like, this, it's fine. Number one thing in politics, you have to be able to have dialogue. Whether you agree or disagree, I need to hear your point. Because if you can sway me over to your point, then maybe we can make decisions to do shit better. For now, sure. with that being said, I don't disagree with the dialogue that I just think that. The, the the uh, it's Trump. Would anybody with Trump? Yeah, like that's not that's not responsible. So if you're gonna attack somebody for not being responsible, you have to approach them in a responsible manner. Yeah. And I don't think he did that. And if he put that energy out there, as opposed to hey, why do you feel that way, or what makes you say that, making puff engage with him, because I'm sure that he respects Kenny Burns. They have a relationship. He let him get to him in that clip. They must know. At least of each other. Right? Oh, no, they have, a, they, no, they have a real relationship.
1: Yeah.
0: Exactly. So I would say he should have engaged in more as opposed to throwing that energy out there where it made it acceptable for Puff to block him. Like calling me irresponsible, but I'm Puff, my nigga. I know you, but I don't know you like that, bro. Get off my page. I'm Puff, yeah. nigga. I'm what he what he call himself? D what, what love? Brother Love? Bro, yeah, brother love. Yeah, Lou. bro, get off my page. I'm brother love, man. Get away from me. I don't need you. I don't need you putting these long ass shits up under my post, man. I don't care. I don't Like, I, if I'm puffed, like you said, I get it. Like, well, you said he exaggerated, but if I'm, I think I get it, uh, like I don't need you pushing your agenda under my post, my nigga. I'm here to say how I feel. You got a problem? You call me. No, well, you, you got something to say about it.
1: You can't block, you can't delete and block every comment. Get that that nigga out of here, you man. Saying. Not
0: everyone. just the one that called me responsible from someone who could have and I ain't saying this is one of them take it off the internet things, but my nigga, if you gonna call me irresponsible and Write a four-page letter on my post, and yeah, I may block you. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> Puff was on this rock when he, got, when
0: he saw that Talk. comment. Man. Puff in quarantine. That nigga beard gray. He ain't been able to get his hair dyed. He ain't been out, man. That nigga. He ain't trying to hit no shit from Kenny Burns. Lock the road, man. Page, Vote or die, man. guys. <clears throat> Vote or die. Next up, man. Before we get to our topic. Bandcamp uh Bandcamp went in and done their thing and what they did is they waived all of the profit that they would take out usually for COVID. That means artists got to take home 100% of the profit that was brought in. I think it was somewhere near 7.1 million in sales. Uh and that went all back to the artists. Are you impressed by this move from Bandcamp?
1: Yeah, band shout out to Bandcamp, man. It's an app where You know, independent people upload their uh, music, uh, merch, things of that nature. This is super dope play. Um, Them waving the fees is a nice gesture. Just to put in some context, uh, a typical fee is about 15% for anything digital related and 10% for merch. Um, So they made about $7.1 million was paid out to artists in a 24-hour period. Um, I don't know how much of that it would have been on a typical day. That would have been nice to know, but that was a nice big figure that sounded cool. Um, this reminded me of a couple of um, episodes ago when the COVID really started ramping up. And we talked about Lizzo and a couple of other artists asking Trump for bailouts and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about different ways that you could support your favorite artists. And one of them was streaming music and buying merch. Mm-hmm. So people have clearly been doing that. And Bandcamp did something that they didn't have to do. Um, they waived the fees for a 24-hour period. They've done it twice now, and I think they're scheduled to do it two more times. So, I mean, it's cool, man. You know, They raping people on a, <laughs> on a regular basis, but they're giving them a, a pass on, during some tough times because artists obviously can't tour, and uh, it's not wise to put out music. So, shout out to Bandcamp, man. I'll let it slide. What you think?
0: Um, I, I think this is very dope. I, I think this is part of some of the relief patches packed packages like Lizzo speaking of uh, artists have to take advantage of things like this uh artists that were touring that were maybe too big to throw little projects out and throw a different merch out like this is the time to do different stuff and just maximize this and you're not be able to get in the club and reach your fans maybe provide a different type of thing for them so i think it's really dope that Bandcamp is encouraging artists to do this and i think that even bigger major not even just independent artists but artists that we know of can do side stuff here or I wouldn't say like Drake or anything like that. But I mean, the people that we reference is getting show money and they're used to doing that. I know the baby said if he ain't get five million, he was going back to hustling. Uh, <laughs> but just stuff like this, this this could be a very cool supplemental income. And I think that it's cool that a company like Bandcamp is making it possible for artists to do so.
1: What's funny about this is this is the whole premise that Title is built on, is mm-hmm. that they are known for paying more than the, the minuscule pennies on the dollar that typical streaming sites pay to artists, and a lot of people looked at them like, oh, it's rich people problems and all that. and uh, So, but uh-huh. this is cool. Shout out to Bandcamp because there's a lot of people that are independent on Bandcamp, so I guess it's independent people problems. Yeah. yeah. So people root for the underdog more, but it's all the same in the same vein. Most Not of these people are already rich. You said who? <laughs>
0: Most of these people are not already rich, so I guess that's why people or that people know of. That's why people rooting for them still.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I so. guess it's a cool gesture, man. Good way to get some positive press for band Bandcamp. So wise move, whoever is in their marketing department. Mm-hmm. Um True. Now, to the topic at hand, let's oh, fucking no. go. <laughs> Drake, Aubrey, been waiting for this the six god, Drizzy. Now, Dark Lane <laughs> demo tape, man. It dropped seemingly out of the blue, not quite. It was a little bit of a heads up. Yeah. Um, it's this label that's a mixtape, apparently.
0: Um, a Demo tape.
1: No, I'm sorry. Yeah, a demo tape with a couple yeah. of joints that have been released earlier this year already. It's not um, on cash, Money. Where was your expectation level for this, even though we got like a two-day heads up about it?
0: I didn't have one with a two-day expectation. The last time Drake dropped something that wasn't really an album was at a uh, What's the name of
1: it? What you talking about more life?
0: Yeah, the More Life playlist. Yep. And that was cool. If you're a Drake fan, I, I haven't doubled back to that. You should. So I maybe, but I ain't really I know the song with two chains is banging. That's uh, yes, banging. That's, that's banging. But I ain't really double back to that, so I really wasn't expecting a lot from it. I said I thought it would be like uh just like old stuff. Like that 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 project that he put out not too long ago that he had released all like, the, like most of that b-side shit or shit that was the care package. Just, yeah the care package that i figured it'd be something like that similar to a lot of songs that i'd heard before mm. uh so i mean it wasn't really just like oh god i gotta wait on this drake i'm listening to it at midnight when it comes out like i would do like i don't want to be like hating here if it was a new album i definitely would have waited and, and checked it out sure. upon release at 1201 uh, i just wasn't expecting this to be all do music so I, I mean i was just going plan on listening to it what yeah, about you i'm with you on
1: that my expectations were tempered as well um That's i, I word, didn't right? know the I was, word of the day yeah absolutely i was a little confused about what it was you know last time he tried to pull the mixtape thing was was the if you're reading this it's too late um which I, I i i'm still a little confused but i think it was supposed to be a gangster grills i don't I, I still don't know what that means really yeah, that's and that's how they got the uh, reference tracks was allegedly from DJI Drama. So, yeah. There was supposed to be a gangster grills, but that'd have been a big look for drama too, because that, that looked that mix up was banging. Um so I didn't know what to expect if it was gonna be something on that lane or if it was gonna be something on more life where it was kind of all over the place with different vibes and cross the water sounds and shit. But I will say when I listened to it, I noticed immediately. Um, of course, when to say when had already been out. Chicago Freestyle had already been out. Desires had already leaked, and Tusi Slide had already been out. So, and then War had already been out. So, a strong five or six records had already been out. And when I first my first listened to it, I was I was underwhelmed, dude. It sounded a lot like throwaways. And I don't know if he came out and said, "Yo, these are just some Lucy's, da 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 that now it's in my head that, oh, these are throwaways, and I listen to them with that uh, context. But they just come off that way to me on my first initial couple of listens. They didn't hit the same as a full length project would where I feel like him and 40 locked themselves in the studio and craft something up on a traditional basis. This one seemed more... Throwaways that wouldn't that wouldn't make the album but weren't bad enough to get scrapped totally so let's just put this out get these free clicks during this quarantine like this is a little bit of a cheat code to drop something in the quarantine but not your real shit though we're gonna wait till you know this the world open back up in a few weeks it look like it's about to open up slowly but surely we'll wait then to give you some real shit but this will be like an appetizer of some old shit that was gonna get in the recycling bin um, that was my initial thoughts when I first listened to it. It was cool, but it wasn't the Drake that I'm used to. What when, um, when you first listened to it, what'd you do?
0: That's interesting. And I smiled as you were saying that. And this is where I appreciate not being a Drake stan, as you are, because <laughs> my my initial reaction was like, "Well, this is fire." <laughs> um, I was when, I was thoroughly impressed by it, and. As I was listening to it over the weekend and I watched the Michael Jordan doc to bring it up again, two things intertwined with with what someone said there and as I was listening to his album, it hit me about Drake and I feel the same way about him that this guy said about Jordan, which was a certain point in time, Jordan started showing up to win the game. Everybody else was playing basketball. Mm -hmm. I came to win. And even with these being Lucy's, like some of them you've heard before, from the cover art, like Drake Dark Lane demo tape, how it looks, how it sounds, it being a, um, we're all stuck in the house in quarantine right now. I think that he absolutely bodied all of this. Mm -hmm. Like Drake is enjoying being a rapper way more than his competition is what I got for my initial thought. Like it's niggas that can rap with him, yes. But the reason that he's Drake is because he look like he's having the most fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't have to like grow my hair out and wear the same clothes like J. Cole. I ain't gotta take y'all niggas to Africa and shit like Kendrick Lamar, my nigga. I'm going to be a rapper. Like, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to be in his IG comments. I'm going to do I'm going to have a baby with a porn. So like, I'm going to enjoy myself as a rapper, put out these Lucys like why well, ain't nobody talking about nothing. And everybody's going to gravitate to it and I'm going to eat that shit up. I, I think that he is thoroughly enjoying his career more so than anybody else in. The game, and that's how it comes off when I was listening to this album. Like, this nigga is like bodying this. Like, all of the songs, like the stuff, how he put it together, like, he's he, like really in his bag for these to be, like you said, throwaways. And I'm not even really talking about the quality of the songs. It's like what you said. These are throwaways, but I was thoroughly entertained with just the concept and him putting it out and showing up like we requested during this time that someone would.
1: Yeah, it, man. You know, it was funny. I've, the I've seen a lot of people online, a lot of comments. Um, shout out to Weezy. I'm uh, shouting to my guy Mike Jones. They were all like, "Hey, yo, like, I'm fucking with this." Like, man, like a strong. lot of people were rocking with it, and I'm listening to it. Like, like it's cool. Like, it's, you it's, like he's it's, been
0: it's, doing this, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not, I, I just <laughs> think he's done it better. You know what I'm saying? Man. But I, I will say this though the more I did listen to it, because I really didn't get to this like I wanted to until probably about Sunday. Like, like, I really wanted to about Sunday. And the more I started to listen to it, though, it did begin to grow on me. I find myself humming or singing particular lines that get caught in my head. I'm outside at AMT. Oh, you the the Chicago
0: Freestyle back like 50 times.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that, shit, is, that shit is nuts. That Chicago Freestyle is nuts. Man. And, you know what I'm saying? I, I find myself like singing some of those cadences, like the Deep Pockets joints. I started finding myself doing that. I'm like, okay, so it's starting to grow on me a little more. Um, but I, I, I just think that if we're grading on a Drake curve, I, I feel like this is lower on his type. It just They sound like throwaway Drake songs, in which in an instance where he's at the point where his throwaway records sound a lot better than some people's like main projects right now. True. Um so that's just kind of the where he's at. I remember Jordan when he went to the Wizards, Nigga's was like, "Man, he cooked." Nigga averaged like 23 though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he he was still getting buckets, but he just wasn't doing them at the level in which he was doing them before. So this is still a bucket. He still it's still a W, but it's just in my opinion it's just not to the level of where it, he normally is. And I the the knocks that I've heard on it is that they're tired of his subject matter. And they're tired of him and there's no quote-unquote
0: growth in his music. (laughs) Which gets on my fucking
1: nerves when I hear people say that, but go ahead.
0: I was going to say, tired of him saying that he's winning? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Probably just
1: tired of him winning and not saying that, but it's cool.
0: I I mean, I could see someone saying they're tired of his subject matter, but I don't think that he makes it stale. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if we're talking, we're gonna get into like the highlights of the album and the subject matter. As I pull it up while we're talking, the songs that I enjoy weren't him visiting new topics. They were just him fucking enjoying that shit, like I said before. So again, these are probably the ones that I've heard first. But hearing them in cohesion like this and put together on this project made them sound even better to me. That when to say when, like it's cheating essentially to have a song cry beat, but he did what Drake does on there, same subject matter in all. Body, right. um, Chicago freestyle on repeat. Uh, that motherfucker was banging.
1: Shout out to um, featured on that man. Uh, his, what's the his name of the straight though? Is it? That, I, I, I don't know to how to say his name. Giveon or some shit. Givion. I don't know. He what, a R and B dude. He an R and B dude, he kinda reminds you of Sam for Shout out to J Hove. He he put that in the chat and I went and listened to it. And I was actually fucking with it. I was like, oh yeah, this dude shit straight, man. Y'all played it on Sunday when y'all get lonely or whatever. That shit banging.
0: Just get up. Um, let's see. I like desires. Even though it's toxic as fuck, which was like probably the most. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, "I want to put you out where nobody can find you." <laughs> like a nigga trying to move a bitch to Katy, Texas is some sick shit, man. Like, do you know what Katy, Texas is, bro? That shit ain't nothing. Uh, I like. I really like losses with the Dennis sample on there. That shit was fire to me. Uh, just to with say, the who sample. That Dennis, his dad. Ain't right? that his dad? Oh, name, okay, Dennis, okay, okay. Yeah, in the beginning of it, and uh, I like war. I think that he talking his shit on war. He keeps finding new flows to say the same shit. I like the subject matter. And then again, like I say, it, it, it has a lot to it, um I don't take in as much straight Like, I don't really revisit a lot of the projects. so I don't really get tired of his sound. I think that he's a very talented artist. And so when I hear this it, come out, especially now doing quarantine, when we ain't getting really nothing but mid-pack anyway, yeah. uh, this is some high-potent shit. I like it. What stood it out to you.
1: you? You just said something there. You said he's finding new flows to say the same thing. And I think exactly. that's what people are leaving out. Like, bro, let's be honest. If you're an artist and you five, six, seven projects deep, bro, you're not m- more than likely 97% of artists aren't saying anything different than they've already said. It's their lane. Most people pick a lane and they stay in it. Now, if you're Jay Z and you turn fifty, then you can switch your lane up and go to your woke, conscious 444 shit. That's cool. That's one thing. But most people haven't hit that haven't hit that level yet, so they're still going to be in their regular, degular, everyday bag, bro. So like, I, when people say he hasn't grown, like, bro, like Mozzie just dropped this weekend. This is like his sixth project in two years. What growth is in from this one to the first one? And don't get me wrong, I'm fucking with it heavy, but hey, where's the growth, funny. my nigga? Anybody?
0: That's it's really funny because I seen a tweet and it said um, they were talking about Mozzie's album and it said, man, Mozzie had a picture of a lady said Mozzie auntie auntie just somewhere trying to get high. And this nigga keep bringing her name up in every song. <laughs> And the comments was hilarious. Like, yeah, somebody was like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Just little smoke, my nigga. <laughs> see, but that's
1: what, that's what I'm saying. But, but, you,
0: but, but it's you, funny you made me think of that when you said that.
1: But you build an identity with your content, and then now I know what I need to go to Mozzie for, and I have an expectation for that. Like, Drake is in the prime of his career. We're playing the Madden season in our Realville franchise. Patrick Mahomes is a 99, bro. How much fucking growth can Patrick Mahomes do, my nigga? What do you want him to do, fam? You're a 99. What wow. growth do y'all want Drake to do right through this gap? He's in his prime. There's, I don't get it. You're, it you, it probably means you just weren't a fan of what it is he was talking about to begin with, and so it got quicker. It got older quicker to you, like that. Just say that though. Like, oh, there's no growth in his music. What? Shut up. What are you talking about? <laughs> I saw that all weekend. I said, who do you listen to? And please tell me their growth. You still listening to Jeezy? It's like, shut up! Stop. <laughs> TM one hundred and eight. The fuck. I have seen easy? that.
0: Where'd you see that at? On Twitter or somewhere? Yeah, like, I, what, I saw it on Twitter
1: and just a couple of like some Facebook shit. But like, mm. stop. Like, people. I feel like, and and Drake said this too, man. People love it more when you're trying to get somewhere than when you're than when you've made it because it's so much easier to to dismiss someone after they've gone on a winning streak that's too long for your taste and that's that's what i feel like he's going through so either a you weren't a fan to begin with which is fine or b you're just tired of him winning and you want your favorite underground rapper to start winning more that's fine yeah, too but just say that though just don't don't try to mask that in oh well his growth musically is fuck out of here People hate to see you
0: win for a long time, man. Like, no, it's they this like this. That's all it is. And I mean um, I, I but, appreciate his talent. No,
1: nah, but it, but if we go on with joints that I fucked with, um I thought the the intro was dope. Uh with the what sample is that I think that's Biggie. I hope I hope I don't fuck that up. But with the Brooklyn sample, mm-hmm. um, I thought that was dope. And we roll like he, the way he switches his flows up and stuff, man, and his cadences and all of that, like it's super dope. Um, I actually really liked, believe it or not, I like the song with Young Thug and Future, um, the D4L joint. Like I can, I can hear that in the lounge. I can hear that walking into a sneaker boutique down here in Atlanta. That's gonna blast. It's just gonna sound good. It's gonna make me want to buy like five pairs of shoes. Um, and then I also liked, uh, I really like War. And I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of like UK rap. And so maybe Drake doing an Americanized version of it works for me because i can't listen to the actual authentic real thing (laughs) but i can do his version though for some reason like that that's banging to me and i'm not sure why and i know it came out earlier this year but i didn't wear i don't wear the lucy's out when they come out because i always figure that they're gonna pop up somewhere so i'll listen to them when they come out on a project and that's what i did with that um i was really fucking with that though strangely enough what um what joints are here or what what didn't work for you on the project at all
0: um, I didn't like the Young Thug song with Future. I didn't That's like D4. I really didn't like that, and I didn't like the song Chris Brown. I know we were just talking about how hard it is to make a song with Chris Brown. Well, I, I wouldn't say that it wasn't banging. I just didn't like it. I he barely
1: owned it. He like doing yeah,
0: some yeah, yeah. It was like he sounded like he still tried to get Chris Brown out of there.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What? And then compare this with the Chris Brown and him record that they had last
0: year, though. Yeah, the smash.
1: That's a
0: fucking smash. Like, what was uh, this? God, that was at one. Yeah, that was. That was Still played it today.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, this but yeah, this that was, is that was like an
1: interlude, Twitter. bro. This is like, Amy. Yeah,
0: I, I was disappointed in this. I mean, you say featuring Chris Brown? Like, I need Chris Brown on the record. Bro. Yeah. I like put Chris Brown on that motherfucker. Don't play with it. Pause. But yeah. uh. Tushy Slide, I mean, that is what it is. I actually uh, don't mind that, that song right there, believe it or I not. I fucking with that, man. I get it. And like I say, that's another, that's what made me come to that conclusion. Like, Drake show up to win. Like, I'm the only nigga that can come up, do this Drake thing on this Tushy Dance TikTok shit, and I'm gonna go number one, and I'm still gonna be in my pocket for niggas that fuck with me. Like, it's hard to do unless you enjoy what you're doing. Do you think uh, he may
1: have covered up that the, the kind of the excuse to put that record out as oh here go a mixtape of sh- shit that wasn't going to make the album because that song didn't really do tiktok numbers like that mm-hmm. believe it or not um i, I was sitting there thinking back maybe eh, it might have been like a cover-up to just be like how oh, you you tried it you tried to do the tiktok song it didn't take off like that and so now you're trying to cover up that record by saying, oh, yeah, man, here's just some some throwaways, man, just for y'all being patient. waiting, man, I appreciate that. When Slick, this was really
0: your album. <laughs> mm. Maybe. <laughs> it definitely maybe could have been a thing, though. Slick. Yeah, yeah, like you're saying, like, maybe this would have been what he was working on and, and it ain't hit like he thought it would hit, so he's back to the left.
1: Uh, possibly. Mm. You never know. But people fuck with this, though. like Maybe. I, I've been seeing mostly but positive you, shit.
0: But I mean, with you, like you said, you're you're more of a, a, a fan of Drake than I am. So like if we were talking about 2 chains, like I would go into an album expecting something different than I got here, though. So you would fact. say the same thing about Drake, right? That's like you guys cool, but it ain't what you expect as an album being like a diehard fan.
1: Agreed. And with that, what I what I didn't necessarily rock with on here, I'm cool on The Desires, you know. You don't like that? I'm cool on it. Like, it's not trash. It's
0: It's a funny song. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It's cool, man. Like, I I don't know what happened to that. What a time to be alive, too. They gassed that. I don't know what happened.
0: Never coming out.
1: Um, and then I saw a meme of Kobe Bryant and Kwame Brown, and they said this is Drake and Playboy Cardi, <laughs> and that was the most accurate meme that I think I've ever seen in the history of social media. That's funny. Playboy That's funny. Cardi on Pain, 1993, is fucking garbage, nigga. Like, dude, can, yes, he is. I remember... That's
0: one of my lowlights,
1: 100%. I remember last year when Joe Budden came out and said that Logic was the worst rapper ever. And we <laughs> talked about that on the show. And we said, if Logic isn't the worst rapper ever, who is? And I said Playboy Cardi was. And you and MX no, was I no, mean, he's not that bad. He, what's, why are you going hard on the young boy? You hear that shit? You hear him almost trying to single-handedly fuck up a, a solid mixtape, dude?
0: Yeah, he's awful. A garbage, dog. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I did. I mean, is he beefing with um, Uzi? Is that real? Man, I don't know. I, that's too young you for that? me. I ain't gonna lie. No. Playboy called like 23. Uzi, like
1: 22. That's too young for me. <laughs> I
0: can't follow that Oh, uh, Okay, so I, I didn't know if that was real or fake. I, I really didn't have anything to do with anything. But I, I don't know. I think what you just said, it being too young for me, I'm sure we, I, don't, I don't get it. No, he's trash, something. bro. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm different, not too quick to, to do that. I ain't gonna call him trash, but it is something that I'm missing. I'm not. I ain't, I'm not picking up what he put down at all.
1: No, nah, that shit garbage. And his voice has changed for some reason. I don't know what's up with that. Um, but and, and then lastly, uh, the demons with Fabio Foreign, like that's it's okay. I actually like Fabio Foreign, and I like his little project that he just put out. But it, it just that song didn't hit the same way. I, I think um, it should have. And then the dude that they added on there, he wasn't really talking about nothing. So there's a couple of joints in her that didn't resonate with me. What would you give it um, overall as a rating?
0: I think it's good worth streaming. Three and a half. Hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm with that too. I'm 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 along the same lines. Like it's growing on me more that I've listened to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to appreciate some of the um, some of the melodies and stuff that's on here because they are catchy. Uh, but it's just it's, some stuff just doesn't land. The the landing wasn't stuck like how it normally is for me. Um, I'm if I had to like put this in his rankings with his project, this is last. This uh, like off top. Yeah, not at all. Now, this this is last, and his his discography is stellar. By the way, let's be very clear about that. But this is in last place. This is worse than more life. It ain't no question. No way,
0: absolutely. Man. More not. life frying this. No way. No Maybe I ain't heard. Of her. I gotta go back and listen to More Life While I'm playing this mad tonight
1: More Life got some fucking heat old, on it It's just too it long man It's got this. too many songs on it
0: That war that war, better than every song on No Life No it's
1: not Facts. It's banging but it's not
0: It's not though He was ripping that
1: Turn on More Life and listen to Teenage Fever Or listen to Can't Have Everything And you'll take that back
0: I don't believe that oh, man, I don't believe you
1: um i'm going three and a half what any expectations into his album you want more of this what do you what do you think he gonna go with
0: i think he in his bag man i think that there shouldn't be too much speculation as to can drake put out a what he's gonna do with it i think it's now so about like i say he shows up and he wins in my opinion he's still going for that classic album like that consensus classic. Like people will say this one's a classic and that one's a classic but he still ain't got a blueprint or a reasonable doubt or a black album whether it's consensus. Like nigga yeah, that's the Drake. That one right there. He ain't got that yet. So I think that's what i He hasn't with the mixtape, but it's all does not. What are you talking about? The first one? So far gone. Everybody,
1: that's nah, a classic. Yeah, that's true. That's
0: other that. than that. Well, nah, since he's Other been than that. <laughs> he ain't had one since he's been Drake. It's time for another one. That's his reasonable doubt. He need a blueprint now.
1: I was debating with somebody that you know who says that right now today, Drake is the GOAT over Jay-Z.
0: Who's this idiot?
1: And I said, (laughs) (laughs) and I said, I can't agree with that because Jay-Z has four classics. Okay. And Drake has one in a possible. I would say, actually, I'd say he has two.
0: That's the, so, are you are you saying that um, they're equally in all the categories except for classic albums, or are you saying that's just one of the reasons?
1: I, I'd say that's just one of the reasons. I, okay. I'd say, like, if you're comparing people that play and, and one they got two rings and one got four, mm. but their stats are equal everywhere else, like, it's kind of like, ah! But his argument was if Drake would have came out when Jay was out, his numbers would have fried Jay-Z's numbers, which is true. Because if Hotline Bling comes out in 2000, bro, that, that album is going diamond. Whatever album that's on is going 10 times platinum. Like His numbers would be through the roof. The fact that he came out during stream is kind of throwing that off. But I think because he doesn't have you know, three, four undeniable classic projects that he, I can't say he's the GOAT over Jay-Z and Drake, my boy, but um, I can't do that.
0: And that is a hard argument for, to be made, from my opinion, because I say that Jay set a new precedent with 444 and even now, like, still being cool. Mm. If you can recall like when we was like when we were younger back in our day okay like it wasn't cool like when niggas like we, we fucked like we knew ll cool j was i right, but it wasn't like i wasn't really just going to get that todd smith album because he no. was old you know what i'm saying like he Hit was done. no he was done when we were like in our golden age of hip-hop and i say that to say like jay-z has proven to like still be standing strong i'm not sure how kids feel about him but i'm sure they feel like, more, he's cooler than LL Cool J was to us, <laughs> that's the comparison that I'm You're about that to I'm making. Him, <laughs> yeah. So, I would still hold back. I think that Drake's on a path to beat him, but we have to look up when Drake's 40-whatever years old, like, if he's still talking about these, or if he has a wife, or what he can do to keep us engaged. What makes Jay-Z the greatest, to me, It's him still being able to do it. Like, Jay-Z still watching the room, and he's still like the alpha male. Like, it don't matter what rappers I'm putting in a room, like, Jay-Z is the number one rapper. And -hmm. you can base that shit on, like, numbers. You can base that shit on flow. Whatever it may be, but I think the consensus would be, unless it's Gucci, man, I think he's the outlier. Everyone would say, okay, yeah, he's number one in our business, if they being real about it. Now, yeah. you could be a competitor about it, but at the end of the day, a motherfucker look at Apple and say, "Yeah, well, I mean, we, we right there with them. Like, no, they're <laughs> Apple, and y'all are a good, cool little business, too. But... I just don't. I think that Drake has to do it a lot longer to be better than Jay because Jay has proven that his most valuable asset is being able to be at the top for so long. Like Jay ain't been number two. Mm. Like it, when Jay's been rapping, like he been that nigga. Like yeah, you can, you can. But you could
1: argue Drake's this this ten year run that he own is nuts. That's a fact.
0: That's Beyond true. nuts. That is true.
1: And it, so, it,
0: true. And I, I mean, you could argue that, but I say. If we're going back, Dre J dropped Reasonable Down in 96. Mm. From that moment on, his, nah. I would say, elk in the hip hop community. I ain't talking about like critically acclaimed. I'm talking about people that was listening. like you and I both. Well, I wasn't on Reasonable Down when it came out, but just listening to the documentaries and the stories now, people are like whispering, like, you heard this Jay Z? Oh, he might be yeah. all of this. And he's had that murmur of being one of the best since he was like. Very beginning, people didn't want to give Drake his props, like "Oh, do the niggas sing this and that." Like they didn't want to give him his props for a long time. I think now people, at the universe, recognize him as like the number one person in the game. But that's been twelve years in. It didn't take people twelve years to realize that Jay Z was the alpha male.
1: Mm, yeah, that's fair. Y'all let us know, man, in Facebook on the rap chat. Is it too early to be talking goat discussions with Drake? I need I need answers to that, and let us know what y'all thought of the album as well we've got some wins and some losses man let's give a w to young thugs health man he actually reviewed he was hospitalized with kidney and lung failure and says that he quote unquote basically died um young he has since, jesus yeah, yeah that's nuts he has since fully recovered shout out to young thug and his health man that's rough
0: yeah, man, that's is, that is rough. I'm I'm glad that he pulled through. Um, I wish him nothing but the best. Like I am becoming more of a people that listen to this I'm becoming more and more of a fan of Young Doug, just his know. music and his antics, especially based off this uh, back and forth with French Montana. I really appreciate Young Doug's side of it. So I mean I just fuck with Young Doug. So hopefully he gets better, man. Yeah. Basically man. died it's wild.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's kidney and liver failure, and you he young as fuck. I don't know what's up with that. Um, W, the Playboy Cardi, and Iggy Azalea, they welcomed a baby boy in the world. Uh, did you even know that they were dating?
0: <laughs> Fam, I was—I read this literally. I read this, and I was like, damn, they a couple? Like, when did this happen? I had no idea that they even, like, I didn't know that. And you said that he's young? He, like, 23. Ain't she old? She about 29. Like, oh, I thought she was, like. 30 plus. Nah,
1: nah 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 nah. Okay. look at play. It's a big week for Playboy Cardi, man, despite having like the worst uh feature verse in a long time. New kid, he getting Australian headlines and publications and shit. Got a feature on a big boy project. Like I know his Google search is going nuts right now. So I get to him. But yeah, he can't rap, man. Like they they kid, man. If they ever try to rap.
0: Yeah, that be like need, to and dude. Be some that need to be like the last thing possible that they let him do. They need to get him <laughs> into every tennis, golf, <laughs> <nigga> play music, <laughs> write books, podcast. Nigga, do not rap. Please, Please spare, don't rap. Spare us. God. Um,
1: lastly, man, we got a W2 Rap Snack CEO, James Lindsay, for launching the Stock Boss Up app, which is designed to teach users about stocks and investments, man. Shout out to Rap Snacks.
0: I love that, man. That's really dope for James to pull that off. Uh, y'all, of course, know what Rap Snacks is. And um, he adding on to the portfolio by teaching people how to trade. I think that's a, a very valuable asset uh, as, you know, people try to become financially literate to help us put a little bit more money in the bank.
1: Man, the so concept is is super dope. Their name is in mm-hmm. though.
0: Get yeah, a name, ain't that? He Stock yeah, He should have had some more, a uh, little better firm on the PR side to help him out with that.
1: It's not like BK. I mean, the, the,
0: the name of his main product is called Rap Snacks. I'm probably sure that didn't sound good off of the showroom flow.
1: Yeah, that's true. And it's been around mm-hmm. since 94. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, that's wow. crazy. Interesting. Shout out to Rap Snacks, man. Shout out to Stocks, too. I just got into Stocks this year, man. This shit kind of fun, man
0: yeah it is very very much so especially when you you know you kind of get an idea of what you're doing
1: and, yeah exactly and, knowing and not expecting to get
0: rich off of it
1: and that's like what this app the is money. designed to do is designed to let you learn the stock market without using your real money but it works in real time and all that type of shit man so it's that's super dope man stock boss up is the app and also if y'all ever run into any stocks that niggas need to be aware of DM me immediately man
0: yes please get in touch with me on all social sites and let me know what I need to be investing in
1: absolutely man 100% on Decker of the week we're going to Patreon shout out to Sean Wash. we gotta give him on Decker of the week he commented on basically every album review that we have listed on Patreon that's dope Shout out to Sean Walsh, true supporter, supporting The Real. Um, shout out to all our Patreon subscribers. We got a new Baby review that is up right now as we speak. Y'all make sure to check that out. New reviews every week. Sean Walsh, good looking, my guy.
0: Shout out, my guy, Sean Walsh, the bandit in the beret, holding <laughs> it down out there.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> man. What you got to put me on?
0: Man, uh, two things. One. Doing the online franchises with your friends. That's really dope. Doing the trades and getting ready for the seasons and playing the bad 2K. Yep. So if you have a PlayStation or whatever it may be, play a franchise with your friends. That's dope. That's a cool put-on. Yep. Also, Southwest T, famously from BMF, mm. Big Meets' brother. Was released from prison today. So, we're putting uh, for the COVID nineteen, he was set to be released in twenty twenty six. Wow! So he, more, uh, he had some good ass lawyers working on his case, and he's set to be freed uh, due to scares. He is on home isolation. Uh, so, then I don't know what's up with Meech If he's gonna be next, but uh, shout out to Southwest Team, man. Y'all go check out that story about the Bmf Mafia if you don't know it.
1: That nigga had Johnny Cochran on his case, man. Rest in peace. God damn. Had-
0: Matlock on that motherfucker. Yeah. Twenty um, six.
1: Yeah, that's dope, man. Shout out to that. Um, I'm gonna what put you, you got on. to put us on. We're take. We're going to Netflix. I know you watch the Explained series on Netflix. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's super dope. It's a it's a, a series of different topics explained, quote unquote. The episodes are usually twenty minutes max. There is one on there called Coronavirus Explained. Mm. It is a must watch to get a legitimate, 100% accurate um, feel of what the coronavirus is and what it means and what's going on with with the COVID-19. It was a dope breakdown, super informative. If you kind of feel like, man, the news is telling you one thing and this is telling you one thing, this explains why things are going on the way they are. Um, so please check that out. Very informative. It's called Coronavirus Explained. The whole Explained series on Netflix is fire. I highly suggest Billionaires Explained. Um, that was super dope. And Stock Market Explained.
0: That was dope too. I need to watch that Stock Market Explained. I ain't watched that one yet. Uh, yeah, that's fire. I've been on my super TV watching mode. Watching um. The Wire again, of course. Friday Night Lights is good than a motherfucker. The series? i never watched the series.
1: I've only seen
0: the movie. Fam, do yourself a favor. Like, it's on Hulu. Like I, w- I forgot how good the series was. I'm like 15 episodes in on season one. It's just fire. So. Finish
1: Check the song, out, man.
0: Quit bullshit watching this old shit. Oh, yeah. I-, I only watch that on the weekends, man. I've been watching that. I've already seen the Friday Night Lights, so I kind of watch it in the background on Mm. I ain't really got to pay that much attention. I am on season five, uh, episode two of Better Call Saul, so I'm almost caught up.
1: Most definitely, man. Hey, along with those stock tips, let me know if I need to be watching something too, y'all.
0: Yeah, (laughs) let me know about good Netflix shows. Billion started. That first episode was kind of lackluster, but Mm. it's a build up. You know, we're going to get there
1: absolutely man keep your eyes peeled to socials man we're gonna try to get out here a little more and get some content for you guys and always thank you for supporting the real on patreon and subscribing on itunes as well
0: yeah we appreciate you we out
1: Allo. Of-